Welcome to the Just Begin podcast where we speak to people who just begin and all things business, motivation, wellness, and so much more because you never know who you might meet, so just begin. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome back to the Just Begin podcast. It is Melly here and thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Um, Before we get into today's topic, I want to touch on the feeling of when you get your hair and nails done like isn't it just the best feeling in the world like anytime it's such a mood boost anytime I get my nails or hair done it has been like so needed for me and I've just kind of I had a moment where I just was like giving up on you know going to the salon or getting my nails done just because I had a few times here in Miami with different salons that I was like kind of hopping around and I just like hadn't found the right place on the way I like my nails to get done and whatnot and so now um, luckily enough I got to collaborate with Nail Lounge they're a nail and blow dry bar but they also cut hair in Wynwood um, they have locations at, like in New York New Jersey and they have Um, This year they opened one in Miami and so um, I had the pleasure of going there this week and I got my hair done and I'm actually going to share a before and after photo because this is my problem. I love a DIY and so I remember, I can't remember what month it was, but I was watching um, It's Complicated, the Nancy Myers movie and I just was loving the like blunt haircuts and like the medium length and so I was like oh I should just cut my hair myself I could do it and clearly I can't so I did that and my hair came out super uneven and it was horrible but I thought okay man no one's gonna notice because whatever like I let my hair be wavy and I air dry it so it's no big deal and so when I went to the salon this week the hairdresser Mercedes he was like girl who cut your hair and I was like it was me. I know. <laughs> like, I am a hairstylist's worst nightmare because I cut my own hair. I colored it, but I didn't do box. I know how to color my hair pretty well just to, like, touch up. I do, like, a gloss from Wella, whatever. Tangent there. However, she was like, girl, your hair is so uneven. We're going to fix this. We're going to have to go a little short. That's okay. I was like, you do what you need to do to fix me up. So now I have even hair. I have some layers. And I'm just feel like said so much better and to kind of get to the point where I'm trying to say is like I don't know what it is like there's something about when you're taking care of yourself and you just feel your best self it just gives you such a lift just lifts your moods and your spirit and so this is just a little reminder to treat yourself and you know get your take yourself to go get your nails done your hair done whatever it is that makes you happy do that and so yeah um, the place that I went to was Nail Lounge in Wynwood. It's right off 2nd Ave. Um, so definitely recommend it. Super nice. And so let's get into this week's topic. I thought it would be cool to get into how to embrace your authentic self. So this is a theme that I've kind of been touching on in the past few episodes. And it's something that's just been on my mind a lot lately. And it's how to be true to yourself and 
how to kind of tap into being your authentic self because there are times where you consume so much content and consuming so many different things that you can kind of get lost in what is your personality because you're, you know, seeing so many different channels of content and TikTok and Instagram, Pinterest, whatever it may be. And you're just kind of taking that all in. And sometimes, I mean, I've even caught myself just talking in a certain way that's like a TikTok um, sound. And I'm like, I'm just taking in so much. And you kind of have to check yourself and be like, how can, am I being myself right now? Am I tapping into my authentic self? And so in today's episode, we're just going to get into just some tips on how to embrace your authentic self. It's hard to be who you really are. We all know this, but we still live in a world where people feel the need to dress and act a certain way, and it can be hard to be comfortable in your own skin. But accepting your authentic self, flaws and all, is one of life's most powerful gifts because it enables you to understand yourself better and accept others. So to get into the following tips, my first one is have an open mind. So what do I mean by that? The first step to developing your authentic self to me is having an open mind. So being open to new things will help you grow, learn, and become a better person majority of people know this but I do think it's something to remind yourself to don't be so close-minded let's be open and kind of be able to consider other people's opinions or you know even be open-minded to your own opinions that maybe you're kind of neglecting or deciding to avoid so this doesn't mean that you have to try everything it just means that if someone offers you something different than what you're used to, don't immediately reject it or say no without thinking about it first. So I'm going to give you a few examples. So it could either be trying a food that's not your favorite and see how it tastes in a new way. Another example is asking someone out on a date, different than from your usual. Um, What do I mean by that? So maybe someone who's not typically your type, but you kind of have been dating the same kind of person and you go through the same loops and the same drama and it's like maybe it's time to switch up your type and try something new and another example is listening to music outside of your typical taste so if you're someone who only likes I don't know like only (laughs) today's pop or something kind of listen to some other artists and other underground sounds that and see what is it that you like and kind of explore that so why is this important to becoming true to your authentic self I think it's a good way for you to try new things because without trying new things you won't know what is it that you actually like because I it's important to kind of go through different phases let's say and then from there you can say hmm I really didn't like that and the more you try things and you fail or fail may not might not be the right word but the more you try things and you learn what is what it is that you don't like and what you do you will become more of your authentic self because you will know what is it that you do like and what is it that you love. My next tip is exploring your creativity. So this is particularly important for people who have had to suppress their creativity in order to fit into society. Or if you are someone who is used to doing the same routine every day, wearing the same clothes, eating the same things, hanging out with the same friends, you know what I mean? Which there's nothing 
necessarily wrong with that, but if you feel like there's a part of you that is has been untapped or you haven't explored yet, it, it is important to, like I said earlier, to try new things and explore your inner creativity. That does not mean, you know, you have to become like a graphic designer, you're an artist or whatever. Like creativity comes in many different forms. And I think you can take it into creativity in your business, your workplace, and in your relationship, in the way you dress, it can honestly come in so many different forms. So if you feel like there's a certain aspect of your life that's been stagnant, and let's give a few examples here. If you feel like you've just been dressing the same. And for me, it's like I always wear leggings, all black, and the same like uniform. <laughs> and like just all black, leggings, a t-shirt, maybe a jean jacket, some sneakers, and I stick to the same clothes all the time. And so if I realize "Mm, I kind of just been dressing the same and I know it's come from a place of insecurity of when I've gained weight and now that I've lost that weight and I'm continuing to better myself, I'm like, I'm interested to get in clothes and like fashion and what can I wear? And even though it doesn't mean that you have to wait until you lose weight, it's just more so like, It's something about your confidence level and being excited. I think it truly comes down to that. And I, like I've shared in previous episodes, I was just in a really dark place. And so now that I've, you know, kind of changed my mindset and have been much more level-headed and happier, I am more excited to like kind of showcase what I'm feeling in the inside through clothing. So that's just a kind of an example for me on how to explore your creativity and how and when you do that you do become more of your authentic self through that so as you begin exploring your creativity and find out i'm finding out what truly makes you happy i i would recommend that you try to be creative in all aspects of your life my next tip is living in the present moment so i know it sounds so simple and like overrated (laughs) that tip But I do think it is important to remind yourself that because there are times where you think you're living in the moment, but you're on your phone, on the computer, you're thinking about work, or you're thinking about, like, touching on a little earlier, just thinking about what are people going to think of me? Do I look good in this outfit? Does my hair look right? Or whatever. It's like letting go of all of that negative self-talk, negative energy around yourself because you can from my personal experience it can let you not live in the present moment because you're so in your head and that's something that I've had to go through all the time and I'm constantly reminding myself like snap out of it stop being in your head don't live in your head it's time to live in the present moment the past is over and you can't change that the future hasn't happened yet and you can't change that either so what's left You're here right now in this exact moment, and that is where your energy should be directed. Living in the present moment is focusing on what you're doing at that present time, what you're doing, how you're feeling, and just being in it and not stressing. And I know for me, that is a challenge. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yeah, that's a challenge for me as well, Honestly, the best way to, truly the only tip to kind of battle that 
is to just literally kind of snap yourself out of it and tell yourself, okay, that's over. Not going to stress about that anymore and truly just get out of it and getting out of that mindset. So living in the present moment is crucial to being becoming and embracing your authentic self because you're not thinking about the past. You're not worried about the future. You're being yourself at that moment. So I hope that that helped when it comes to embracing the present moment and truly getting out of your mind. And so my next tip is surrounding yourself with supportive people, which I know is not the case for everyone. Not everyone has that support system, but a way to kind of cultivate that if you don't have supportive people around you is going out there and finding people who are similar to you or had similar backgrounds as you. And nowadays, that's the good side of the internet is you can find people who you can relate to so easily now, either on TikTok, Instagram, or whatever it may be. There are people out there that you can connect with. And it's so important to have those supportive people. And truly, if you don't have other people, the main person that needs to be supportive to you is yourself. And so don't keep your feelings and emotions bottled up inside. If you want to learn how to embrace your authentic self, it is important that you find a safe space in which you do feel safe and supported. This can be difficult if you don't have any supportive friends or family members around. If that's the case, like I said earlier, you can either, you know, look online and create a community of people. There's so many groups and communities out there that you can join. However, I do recommend visiting, um, maybe getting a therapist. And there's so many professionals out there that can help you deal with, you know, anxiety, depression, or whatever your situation may be. And if you do have family and friends that you're, you know, close to and support you, that is amazing. I definitely... I'm blessed to have that. I have an amazing family. My best friends are my cousins and my brother and my sister were all super close. So I am so lucky to have that in my life and my boyfriend, he is my everything. And so I am lucky to have that support support system. And sometimes I have to remind myself that I do have that and I am so lucky. So my next tip is pay attention to what you're grateful for so that kind of goes into what i was just saying one of the most important things you can do is pay attention to those things in your life that make you feel grateful it is easy to get caught up in what we don't have but it's important to recognize all of the good things we do have which i know sometimes is difficult if you are going through any mental health struggles or you know financial struggles i truly understand it is not so easy to find the good in things but if you are trying to better yourself and feel and get into a better headspace it is important to remind yourself what you're grateful for and ways you can do that is clearly start by writing a list of everything that makes that you're grateful for and then take the time every day every day if not every day at least once a week to go through that list and reflect on each item on it so that's a simple way of doing it 
Um, I'm reflecting on things you're grateful for rather than every single morning writing down the three things you're grateful for that, um, which has been super viral on like the self-improvement side of social media of like, you wake up at 5 a.m., you're going to meditate, you're going to write the three things you're grateful for, you're going to go on ice plunge, you're going to do this, which I know is not doable for everyone. I certainly don't do it. I try to implement all those things because I do think they're great, but I do think you can get into a cycle of toxic positivity. You can get into a headspace of like, if I'm not doing those things, then I must not be successful or I'm not getting better. So it is important to recognize that that's not the case. You can still implement these things in different ways and kind of fit them into your schedule. Don't think about having a schedule like someone else that you follow on Instagram. Make it work for you. And so my next tip is do nice things for other people and yourself. So it's so good to do nice things for other people, but it's also important to do nice things for yourself. You deserve self-care. In fact, one of the best ways to cultivate inner peace is by being kinder and more gentle with yourself. And who doesn't love a little appreciation every now and then? So there are so many ways you can show yourself some love. For example, take a bubble bath, go out to dinner at your favorite restaurant, do your nails like I just said in the beginning of the episode, do your hair, or watch an old movie that you love on Netflix. The list goes on. It's truly Finding those little things in life that make you happy, like lighting your new candles. To me, sometimes it's walking down the aisles of Home Goods or Target or, you know, just going to a place that I love and just kind of getting lost there and kind of distracting myself. And so there's so many ways that you can show yourself some peace and kindness. And to circle back to doing nice things for other people, A great way to do that is truly just being polite to others and finding ways to give back. There's so many ways to give back to people other than financially. If you're not in that space to give, to donate money to someone or do anything like that, there's, you can either just reshare someone's GoFundMe link or find different organizations that you can support and share on your social media. If you have a platform, there's so many ways you can do nice things for others. And like I said earlier, if you can't do things for others, do things for yourself because that's only going to help you become a better person and be more your authentic self because the world needs you to be your authentic self. And now to get to my last tip in this series is quiet your inner critic. Yep. The most important thing is to learn to accept your flaws, even the ones you can't change. For example... Don't be afraid to make mistakes. The more we try new things and fail, the more likely we are to exceed at something else down the line. Like I said earlier, the more you try things and the more you fail, it's only going to help you learn what is it that you don't like. And that's something that I've learned in my own life, in my own experiences, like I've shared before. However, if you're new here, I used to own a catering and events company. We did very well and I was loving in the beginning it fulfilled me I was so happy and then three years later it just completely just I was sick of it I was burnt out I was over it and I had to really check in with myself and be like do I even like this anymore is this what I want to do should I put my energy into something else and even though 
to others may it may first have felt like oh I'm failing at this for quitting or ending this it's um, such a failure I had so many hopes I wanted to you know have this business for x amount of years and some and so it is important to realize which it took me some time to be like it was not a failure to end that business it only taught me that I can do other things and I learned so much in that space because if you know if you're someone that runs events or catering it is so much work and so much delegating and so much organization and so with those skills from that business I've learned to do that in my new line of work and everything else in life even in my personal life so don't think that you if you have quit something or quit a job or whatever that doesn't mean that you failed it's just going to help you learn what is it that you do like down the line and another way to quiet your inner critic is don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it no one knows everything there's nobody out here that knows everything if they do say that they know everything that means they know nothing because there's just no way and so don't be afraid to ask for help literally it is so important to ask those questions out there and don't feel stupid or dumb or whatever that you can't ask that question it's silly It is important to ask questions and I've learned that most people really appreciate when you ask those questions because it only shows how much more that you're interested in what is it that that person is sharing with you. It shows how interested you are in becoming a better person or becoming a better employee, entrepreneur, business person, whatever it may be. It only shows how much more focused you are. Lastly, When it comes to quieting your inner critic, it is important to kind of think about what is it, what, where am I trying to get at here with this inner dialogue that I'm having with myself? Is it helping me or is it just, am I just hurting myself? And I feel like that is something to really sit and think on because It's not like there isn't a benefit from critiquing yourself because I think you can learn from that and you can learn what are some things that you can change and how can you improve. However, if you are being negative and being, you know, saying nasty things, it's not helping you becoming your true self. It's not giving you any substance other than just negativity and it's something that I've had to learn as well because I can be so mean to myself and I read this quote where it's like no one can be as mean to me as I can to myself and I know so many people can relate to that because we can be so cruel to ourselves especially if you are a very critical person and so it is something that you have to kind of really think about and think why am I saying these things to myself how can I avoid this how can I change this and so because once you do that, that's only going to lead to a much clearer head and kind of empties out that space of that wasted energy and time that you're putting in being mean to yourself. And so it's like you just have to let that inner critic go because it's not doing you any good. In summary, truly loving yourself is a practice and it's something that you have to really be mindful of every day to be kind to yourself, stop listening to that inner critic and and having an open mind to explore your creativity and living in the present moment 
surrounding yourself with positive people, all those things. And I hope that this episode that you feel a little more better if you are someone that is struggling through that in not believing in yourself or feeling negative all the time because I understand how that feels. I was in that headspace for quite some time last year and even the beginning of this year and it truly is your mindset and you can get rid of that and change your thought patterns. A book that has actually really helped me quiet that part of my mind is The Power of One More um, by Ed Milet. Um, If you are not familiar with him, he really is a great resource for, you know, mindset, self-development, and so many things. And this book really gets into the kind of like the biology of your brain almost and how you can shift your mind and change your patterns. And it's just, it's strategies pretty much like to become your best self. And so I really recommend that book. And there are so many other books, which I can do a little post on Instagram about books that kind of help you embrace your authentic self and different resources in that area and if you don't know what your authentic self is I think that is totally relatable because maybe you just don't even know where 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 maybe you don't even know where you want to go and what is it that you want to do but if you kind of have a clear idea of what who is that person you want to be truly it comes down to just waking up and start acting like your ideal self even if you don't know what that is it could just be the way if you want to be a morning person if you want to be someone who goes on runs if you want to be someone that doesn't work from home that goes to a coffee shop every day for work I think it just comes down to changing your mind and just putting yourself in that space right now so if you have to even kind of play that part play that person you want to you've always wanted to be that you've always adored talking like that person walking like that person dressing like that even if you do it for I bet you if you do it for 24 hours your whole mind will change on what is it that you want to be and you'll have kind of a more clear head on like this is the life that I'm trying to live just kind of Put yourself in that position and be that person right now rather than imagining it and hoping that it'll happen and doing that. Truly, it's kind of like you can just play the part and you'll show yourself that, hmm, I actually can be this person like right now. And so even like everything that I said before and all the tips on embracing your authentic self, I do think there's a part of it where you can be like well I don't even know who I am (laughs) and I don't know what I want to be and where I'm trying to go what it is and like I said that's totally relatable and understandable if you feel that way because there's so much like content out there on how to be your best self and all this stuff and I know I've you know tapped into that as well but I do think it just comes down to your true self and what is it that you want to be you don't have to be someone that wakes up at 5 a.m meditates does breath work there are so many different forms of success and it comes down to what you see and where you want to be
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would greatly appreciate it if you can leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Just Begin Podcast.